Hello, you're listening, you are listening to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. This is for Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine, long live Gaza. Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine. While we listen to tunes made by ignorant fools Israel blocked the UN from delivering food They bring in the troops and you won't even glimpse of the news They make money off the products that we're quick to consume And it's not simply a question of differing views Forget emotions, this is facts, what I spit is the truth Makes no difference if you're a Christian or if you're a Jew They're just people living in different conditions to you They still die when you bomb their schools Mosques and hospitals, it's not because of rockets Please God, can you stop this all? I'm not related to the strangers on the TV, but I relate, cause those strangers could have been me, words could never ever explain the raw tragedy, it's not a war, they're just murdering more rapidly, and we are automatically supporting pure savagery, imagine how you feel if this was your family. For peace, times of war, we shan't surrender. Remember, it didn't start in this dark December. Every coin is a bullet if you're Marks and Spencer. And when you're sipping Coca Cola, that's another pistol in the holster of them soulless soldiers. You say you know about the Zionist lobby, but you put money in their pocket when you're buying their coffee. Talking about revolution sitting in Starbucks. The fact is, that's the type of thinking I can't trust, let alone. Even start to respect before you talk Learn the meaning of that scarf on your neck Forget Nestle, Obama Promise Israel 30 billion over the next decade They're trigger happy and they're crazy Think about that when you're putting Huggies nappies on your baby Why do you think little boys are throwing stones at tanks? And we'll never really know how many people are dead They drop bombs on innocent girls while they sleep in their bed Don't get offended by facts, just try and listen Nothing is more anti-Semitic than Zionism So please don't bring bad vibes when you speak to me There's plenty of rabbis that agree with me It's your choice what you do with this message Don't get it confused, I view this from a human perspective How many more resolutions have to be violated? How many more children have to be annihilated? Israel is a terror state, they're terrorists that terrorise I testify my television, televise them telling lies This is not a war, it is systematic change Genocide, but whatever they try, Palestine will never die. Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza This is 
with a child that is searching for an answer Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter Long live Palestine, long live Gaza Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza This is for the child that is searching for an answer Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter Long live Palestine, long live Gaza Good evening. This is Student Radio Mastic on RT 107.5 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today, today we have a, a very special episode. Joining us in the studio are our members of Free Palestine Maastricht. Um, uh, well, some of them. And uh, yeah, can you please uh, introduce yourself? Thank you very much, Sham. And it's great to be back on Student Radio Maastricht. Thank you for having us. Um, we're here today to talk about a very special couple of events coming up. My name is uh, Omar. I'm... Uh, one of the members of Free Palestine Maastricht, and I'm a student at the university here, uh, and I'm from Egypt. And with me is Qais. Yeah, hello. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, I'm Qais, I'm from Syria. I'm a new member of uh, Free Palestine Maastricht, and uh, hopefully we're going to talk about some issues, and uh, it's enough to be voiceless, actually. <laughs> <laughs> We, we we will come back to that point. Um, maybe we will address that through um, through fantastic music, because uh, yeah, we are, we are playing music from from one specific artist today as well. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Karim Dennis, also known as Loki. Um, some people may know him more than others. He's uh, an incredibly electrifying rapper from the UK. Uh, he's risen to prominence over the last few years through his political activist. Uh, lyrical use of, of his art as resistance um, and he's also received a lot of heat for it um, but he somehow brings the, the, the classic hip-hop tradition of uh, meaningful lyrics and meaningful songwriting back to life. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, very much enjoyed indeed um, going through his tracks and yeah, especially the lyrics. They are, they are pretty deep. It's not just, um, not just good music. It, it goes beyond. Yeah, but definitely. it is also good music. That's it's definitely good it. music. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that, that's that's the plan for today. So we'll be we'll, we'll be raving to to Loki's music. Um, some tracks chosen by uh, by FPM. Um, yeah, and we can uh, we, we we just heard the first track, yes. the Long Live Palestine track. It's it's very popular, and this is it's not called part one, but this was the first of uh, of many parts of many parts. Indeed, indeed. Yes. And uh, you may you may recognize it from uh, the protests. Uh, pretty much every pre-Palestine protest uh, over the world plays this song at some point throughout their marches or, or demonstrations, and that's where people get introduced to Loki and then discover a whole range of different issues he uh, sings about. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And also, I think this is something we will, we will be doing in our in our two episodes today. Is yeah, going through his music and not only addressing the Palestinian issue, but also I think he goes a bit broader than that, which I find very fascinating and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and Excited by the way, if, if you're listening, yeah, feel free to, to post questions on our WhatsApp number. Uh, it's on our Instagram page. And um, yeah, or you can call us in. Maybe that works. We'll try. We, we, we haven't really tried receiving calls so far on student radio so if you want to be the guinea pig go ahead <laughs> exactly 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 i mean hey this is student radio so we've got to try and try stuff out Absolutely. <laughs> cool 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 do you want to do you want to move to the second song uh yeah the, the i mean the second song cho- chosen today is uh, called terrorist with a question mark at the end importantly <laughs> um and yeah it's an intentional that this is one of the earlier songs in the in the playlist one of the more meaningful ones. 
Let's yeah. go ahead and see what it says. Let's go for it. We must ask ourselves, what is the dictionary definition of terrorism? The systematic use of terror, especially as a means of coercion. But what is terror? According to the dictionary I hold in my hand, terror is violent or destructive acts such as bombing, committed by groups in order to intimidate a population or government into granting their demands. So what's a terrorist? They're calling me a terrorist, like they don't know who the terrorist When they put it on me, I tell them this, I'm all about peace and love. Like the ragheads and packies are worrying your dad But your dad's favourite food is curry and kebab It's funny but it's sad How they make your mummy hurry with her bags Rather read the sun and study all the facts Tell me, what's the bigger threat to human society? BAE systems or homemade IEDs Remote control drones Killing off human lives or mad with homemade bomb Committing suicide I know you were terrified When you saw the towers fall It's all terror but some forms are more powerful It seems nuts How could there be such Agony when more Israelis die from peanut allergies It's like the definition didn't ever exist I guess it's all just dependent who your nemesis is Irrelevant how eloquent the rhetoric peddler is They're telling fibs now, tell us who the terrorist is They're calling me a terrorist Like they don't know who the terrorist is When they put it on me I tell them this I'm all about peace and love They're calling me a terrorist Like they don't know who Mossadegh was democracy and they was democracy Hypocrisy, it bothers me Call you terrorists if you don't want to be a colony Refuse to bow down to a policy of robberies Terrorism, my lyrics When more Vietnam vets killed themselves after the war Than died in it, this is very basic One nation in the world has over a thousand military bases They say it's religion, when clearly it isn't It's not just Muslims that oppose your imperialism Is Hugo Chavez a Muslim? Nah, I didn't think so It's Castro a Muslim Slim. Nah, I didn't think so It's like the definition didn't ever exist I guess it's all just dependent who your nemesis is Irrelevant how eloquent the rhetoric peddler is They're telling fibs now, tell us who the terrorist is They're calling me a terrorist Like they don't know who the terrorist is When they put it on me, I tell them this I'm all about peace and love They're calling me a terrorist Like they don't know who the terrorist is Insulting my intelligence Say that it's terrible. 
a great song. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. So, what's a terrorist? <laughs> That's a very good question, right? <laughs> it's such a it's it's crazy. This song was written quite a few years ago, but the narratives it talks to are still very much present nowadays. It's still a very relevant, uh, thought provoking, yeah, song yeah, to hear yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, it's fantastic because I was watching this um, this one interview of Loki with uh, Patrice Colors, who's the founder of the Black Lives Matter, and. Yeah, there she refers to indeed uh, being called a terrorist or labeled a terrorist, and very often I feel that it it just it just means you're a threat to the government. And there's nothing else to it. Exactly. So I'm, well, we're fine. As long as we're not in the government. Who has the power to stick a terrorist label on someone? You know, that's the question. True. Yeah. That that's a very good question as well. Yeah. yeah. And the way uh, I mean, uh, Loki's half uh, Iraqi, half British. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think Iraq was one of the very early victims of the war on terror narrative uh, that has taken millions of lives since it started with, uh, peaked with 9-11 and and sort of took off with this war on terror narrative um, being used to invade countries, kill millions. um, And ultimately, the goal behind all of that and the result uh, from all of that is not just destabilizing the region and really destroying these identities, um, but they just all happen to be very oil-rich countries um, that now have uh, uh, you know, joint oil contracts with American, British, French companies, um, which wouldn't have happened without these military interventions. So yeah. it's, a very, it's very relevant to his own identity as well. Absolutely, absolutely. No, the, the war on terror very, uh, reminds me a lot about like, the war on drugs narrative. Um, it doesn't really make sense when you think about it, but also... Yeah, there is there is something going on there, like like we see in Philippines or in the U.S., South America. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you bring up South America. Uh, he mentioned as well, like uh, the, the way it's just now it's Muslims, uh, but that it's not. You know, we used to have the communist capitalist narrative where you had the communist terrorists trying to come take our country. These commies, the Reds, um, um, which is the the that was the pretext that was and still is used in South America. Um, so wherever, whatever your identity, wherever you are, there will be a pretext used. You know, the war on terror is against Muslims. The war against communism is predominantly taking over uh, the lands of South America. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, his, yeah, he yeah. says, um, and I quote, is Hugo Chavez a Muslim? Nah, I don't think so. Is Castro a Muslim? Nah, I don't think so. Uh, because this sort of dividing people into, into different boxes, um, Whereas they're all actually united in their same anti-imperialist struggles, be it in Chile, be it in Iraq, in Palestine, um, is I find it great that he tries to connect those dots. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I think this um, this is this is why one of uh, why I like Loki's uh, Loki's track so much is indeed it's not it doesn't limit to one particular issue. It it, it sees the uh, the overlap. It, it it acknowledges the overlap, and I wouldn't be surprised if one day Loki's got a song about uh, war on drugs, for example. Or um, or these kind of narratives. Oh, the, he, he does have songs on the on the neoliberalism uh, narrative, uh, which we will play later on. Um, but yeah, uh, no, it's, it's 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 a nice uh, nice journey. Absolutely, I think, uh, going through his uh, yeah. through his tracks. I have to say, when I was listening to his tracks, it was a bit like going through like a PhD thesis, just written really well and entertaining. Yeah, like for for social sciences, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think in one, I don't remember which one. In one of his songs, he's like, "I, uh, my song sounds like sound like lectures, 
but I don't want to be. I, I can remember the, the exact wording, but right. not wanting to just be spitting out cheap lyrics that attract people, but wanting to actually send a message with it. And yeah, I, I, yeah, to combine that with a good beat and with the energy that he brings to the stage is uh, yeah is needed. I think I think that's also the way you you learn, right? Like instead of just attending a lecture, I mean. Um, I think you will announce some things later on. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Might announce it now if we're feeling uh, extra up saucy. To you, up yeah, to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the exciting news, which is already on the on the Instagram pages of Student Radio Maastricht and Free Palestine Maastricht, is we have invited Loki to the Netherlands and to Maastricht specifically uh, at the end of this month in August. So from the 24th up until the 28th of August, he's going to be touring various cities in the Netherlands giving talks, doing shows, workshops, gigs. Um, we're very lucky in Maastricht that he'll be coming to give a talk followed by a gig with some local hip-hop artists. Um, and this will be on Thursday, the 25th of August. Uh, so next week, actually, next Thursday, time flies. Yes. Um, the uh, the talk's going to be held at the Bookhandel Dominicanen at 6 p.m. That's going to be announced today, actually. So this is some um, exclusive preview. Cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. And later on, Doors open at nine at the famous LBB uh, the for one the and only. Uh, gig, and there's going to be some great local hip hop artists as well joining to uh, to Fantastic. supporting acts. So very Fantastic. exciting news. And uh, head over to the page if you need more information on how to sign up, where to join, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 already have uh, some uh, or some links on the on the on our post. Awesome. For for if, if you are more interested. And yeah, like I said earlier, if you wanna if you wanna call in or send a message, please feel free to do so on our WhatsApp number zero six one three zero four eight 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 five. And in the meantime, I think it's it's time to address the the voiceless issue uh, that Kaif <laughs> uh, brought up earlier on. <laughs> These times are coming. We told you about them, but you motherfuckers were sleeping. Now you gotta wake up. The time has come. Low key. Yeah. Immortal technique. Harlem motherfucker. <laughs> we yeah. Let's make history. I write righteous rhymes with my right and wrestle the devil with my left hand Never worked for a Zion, it's never been a yes man My art is like Rembrandt painting pictures of death camps The average person is allergic to the words of wisdom This is for everyone that's Saddam's Kurdish murder victims And all the pure souls that never had the chance to speak Truth pumps in my heart a reason causes my heart to beat The soldiers haunted and tortured by guilty memories Who realise too late to reveal their real enemy It's all dead wrong for every victim of racist persecution from Auschwitz to Hebron My words may sting cowards For people that were atomized by the third mate in the Twin Towers Those living through the wars ask me what I do this for Put the world in its place before it puts you in yours You can try to avoid us but it's pointless You can never avoid the voices of the voiceless Try 
get you away, that's why it's pointless You can never avoid the voices of the voices Keep my third eye hidden under my New York fitted A crazy unmarried man that deserves to be committed The future is encrypted in my troubled lyrics Dream that I've been somewhere for weeks And wake up in a couple minutes Sweat tripping with visions of population control Thoughts overflowing my world like the melting of the North Pole My people are targeted by military crack committees So I'm bucking at the feds like natives in Rapid City Reality savage, my words are like a riot in Paris The voice of the voiceless, that voice is social and balanced So stand stronger, sit harder in your mental palace Blinded inside the kingdom, united to its old habits Middle passage coming, war chant, African drumming Gatlin gun humming, rapid fire mechanism Reckless living, that checks the rhythm of perfectionism Slave condition, why you singing God save the system To avoid us, why it's pointless You can never avoid the voices of the voiceless You can try to avoid us, why it's pointless You can never avoid the voices of the voiceless Detain my body, but you can't imprison my mind If it's my time, I'll probably die With my fist in the sky These are the thoughts of a man who can't escape from his coma Cries of a young virgin girl who got raped by them soldiers Hurting a screaming bastard post-colonial nation Subject to childhood diseases, famine, war and inflation Education molded you into your master's image And you forgot who the fuck you were before the war was finished the ghosts of Nagasaki You're hearing Hiroshima Beautiful babies being born with the weirdest features You might never see me in the chart But inshallah my seed can see peace in Iraq But peace and freedom can never be given That's historically forbidden Cause only collision is the recipe Changing the course of destiny So I'm strapped with weaponry Cause the government don't give a fuck about protecting me To avoid us, but it's pointless. You can never avoid the voices of the voiceless. You can try to avoid us, but it's pointless. You can never avoid the voices of the voiceless. And that was Voices of the Voiceless, Loki featuring. Immortal Technique, which is uh, who's also another very interesting artist. We may get him at some point in the future to talk about. Uh, you could think of him as the uh, US version of, uh, of Loki, although obviously they're very different and they each have their own style and their own uh, characteristics. But Immortal Technique is uh, uh, an African-American rapper who also covers a lot of political uh, uh, points in his raps. He has meaningful lyrics um, and like Loki, he receives heat for it. Um, so this is a great collaboration. This is a great song to have, you know, mixing the two together. And uh. Yeah, and, and like we, we mentioned earlier on, we are slowly slipping into the, let's say, the intersectionality between, say, the Palestinian the liberation movement. I don't know what it's called anymore, uh, Free Palestine Movement. And yeah, going going broader now to, yeah, by with collaborating with, with Immortal, then looking at issues in, in the US, in the West as well. Absolutely. And the rest of the world. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. and we feel we feel the the solidarity between the Palestinian liberation movement and the the Black liberation movement in the Netherlands as well. With uh, you know, you have Kick Out Zwarte Piet, Kick Out Black Piet, and Black Lives Matter in the Netherlands. There's also a, a Maastricht branch, Black Lives Matter Maastricht. Yes, you know, we've yes. we've really on several occasions um, worked together on on actions and reactions um, as and when necessary, and 
what I uh, especially like about the scene in the Netherlands is there seems to be a common grounded understanding of why there should be solidarity and um, of course discussions on this and going further in depth are great um, but it feels like we're at a stage where we can act um, and on a, on a basis of understanding on a basis of knowing why uh, why the struggles are connected and why the causes are connected. I was just mentioning while we were listening that there's a book by Angela Davis, who's one of the OG Black Panther Party members. Um, it's called Freedom is a Constant Struggle. And she is one person that has spent a lot of time working in Palestine and with Palestinian liberation movements. And um, she just really outlines in a very clear excellent way uh, why the two are related so if you're really curious about those two intersections that's a great book to check out it's called freedom is a constant struggle by angela davis thank you very much jay <laughs> brilliant <laughs> recommendation yeah. yeah 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 i'll definitely check it out um yeah i'm also learning a lot of things as you should because this is student radio maastricht on rt 107.5 <laughs> fm <laughs> And thanks for tuning in, as always. That was especially impressive in this song. Educ about education molded you into being your master's image. Um, and you forgot who the fuck you were before the war was finished. And this touches upon how colonized people sometimes also have colonized minds. Uh, a, little, a little bit of an example here from Egypt. Uh, we were colonized by the French and the British for a while. Uh, and then later on, uh, sort of, we got quote unquote liberation, and now we're the subsidiary of the US instead. So it's just jumping from one colonizer's bed to the other. But um, a difference, a key difference between um, Egypt and uh, other nations that were colonized is that you have a, quite a large degree of a colonized identity in Egypt, uh, colonized um, minds. And that has enabled Egypt, which is, you know, historically it has been. A powerful bastion in the region. It has uh, it has the potential to really change the dynamics, given how close it is to Palestine, how much control it has over the Mediterranean and the Red Sea, um, the the huge population. It has the potential, um, but the fact that the, the there has been such a degree of brainwashing through the education system, newspapers, media outlets, even arts, even uh, series and movies and films um, that have colonized the minds uh, of the people to the extent that they don't need a military invasion in Egypt to keep Egypt under control. They don't need uh, that, uh, that to the same extent economic colonialism. Um, they have colonized an identity and that's, uh, that's a really key strategy that colonizing nations have historically used wherever they've landed. Um, um, and when it works, it works much longer than military invasion does. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, colonizing a culture, sort of, or like permanently changing the the cultural aspect of certain to certain groups of people. And absolutely, indeed, yeah. I I I I somehow always try to uh, tend to draw parallels between, say, settling down and like nomadic cultures, because I don't know when this happened. Probably eons ago, but I think it did have very big impact on humans, and I don't believe that it's entirely because of agriculture. Um, that's the general narrative we are fed, but I think, I mean, there used to be something called nomadic agriculture as well. Um, animals are nomadic, they still have food. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but like I said, um, in, in the present day, it's, it's, it's more relevant indeed, like the, yeah. the, the colonization of culture indeed. Um, <laughs> it's a very, very interesting snap back to the bigger picture there. Yeah. In the, in the longer term, yeah, yeah, yeah much absolutely. longer term. 
Yeah, and also uh, a nice segue to the uh, to the next song, which is the beautiful song "Cradle of Civilization." Let's go. I remember when I was growing up. If my mother got angry or frustrated with me, she'd say, And the basic translation of that is, Oh, how beautiful is freedom. But where is freedom? Till my death, till they kill and seal my flesh from now 
all the way back to Gilgamesh Such a villainized and criticized nation You always be the cradle of civilization a fantastic song absolutely cradle of civilization a beautiful name for a beautiful land uh, yes and uh loki's homeland karim's yeah. yeah you know what my grandpa's been there has he where has he been <laughs> yeah he went to basra basra he went there looking for a job apparently like in the 40s or something yeah <laughs> See, it's oh. crazy to think that was a country where you would go looking for a job back in the oh, 40s oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i knew i knew researchers from syria would come to india like not even like 15 20 years ago also good to mention this was a song by by Loki and Mike Khalil yes uh, yeah also a very nice singer is, yes. is she egyptian or Iraqi? i actually I don't, don't know, know. know. khalil is a good Welsh egyptian could be could be, could be. We, we, we do have the power does google count as cheating that is the question <laughs> but no she's the one who was singing the arabic lyrics in that song uh, and she sang with an uh, iraqi accent so ah she's syrian born she's okay. syrian born she's syrian there we go <laughs> cool. The uh, Cradle of Civilization there's a reason why Iraq has that name and Qais and I were just chatting about it uh, during the song. Iraq is a cradle of civilization sure and it's, uh, it has a very rich uh, history. Um it's a yeah, super rich country and uh, I think uh, that Iraq is the first place uh, in which uh, human civilization uh, Uh, arose or like uh, does exist over there and uh, it's not just war or uh, bad news or yeah it's Royal. very rich. it's more than a normal country and yeah. also historically uh, it has uh, actually it had the biggest library in the world yeah in Iraq so it means a lot yeah v- very much a center of knowledge and this library was uh, burnt down uh, yeah. during the war during the war yeah, yeah. Wow. And the river and does the river become uh, blue or black you know because uh, all the books uh, they throw away in the river their ink poured into the rivers yeah oh. so you can imagine how how much books is <laughs> yeah yeah and those two rivers they give it its other name Dijla uh, al-Furat the two rivers uh We call it in Arabic Bain and Nahrin between the two rivers. That's where civilization yeah. sort of sprouted. Like then, of course, water being a very important. Uh, Actually, sure. My sister name is Furat. Ah. Well. Named after the river. That's yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Al-Furat. Al-Furat. Yeah. And Mesopotamia is then the uh, Latin translation, I believe, or Greek. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ah, uh, could be. Oh yeah. yeah. True. Between true, the rivers. True, 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 true. Yeah. Wow. 
Oh, yeah. A rich history and a rich culture. Yeah. Yeah. And lots to learn on student radio. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun doing these episodes, indeed. Um, I think it's it's a beautiful way to learn about um, a lot of things, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Even even working on making the episode and then, yeah, digging deeper into, into Loki. His, his 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 lyrics, his music, uh, his collaborations, and so on. Same, absolutely. The the breadth of the topics he covers just makes it that no, no matter yeah. where your area of knowledge is, you're gonna have more to learn when you uh, look into his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's broad and it's it's as deep as it is broad. I would say. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and he sings about uh, uh, you know the. the the lyrics are how beautiful freedom is that his mom used to say to him when he was a kid. Um, and Karim is, is someone who has uh, never experienced the identity of being an Iraq, even though he's half Iraqi. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why all these different cultures, like there's a reason why we, we come in touch with so many Syrians, Iraqis, Yemenis, uh, Lebanese people, Palestinians in the West. There's a reason why they're not in their, in their, in their homelands. Um, it probably doesn't need reminding, but Iraq, from what we've just described about it being the cradle of civilization, having the world's largest library, being a, a cultural, historical, central, um, academic hub of the world. Um, back in 2003, under the pretext of its president having weapons of mass destruction, it was invaded. Uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, depending on who, which source you check, of uh, innocent Iraqi people were killed violently. Uh, white phosphorus was used, you know, weapons of uh, illegal weapons. Not that legal weapons are any better, but uh, just to show the extent of of the destruction that was brought upon the Iraqi people, um, and that's the reason why why someone like Karim Dennis, someone like Loki, grew up in the UK and not in his homeland. Um, so it's it's interesting to keep that in mind, uh, looking at songs like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, but also, like like you mentioned, um, you, you, you used the term weapons of uh, mass, destruction. mass destructions, or, or or that that these types of terms really make me cringe sometimes. Or terms like like war crimes, like as if war isn't a crime. Like yeah. what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> so now it's a very great way to have a narrative, you know, to yeah, normalize yeah. one thing by pointing at another. Yeah, exactly. Like, how, how, yeah, it doesn't make any sense in my head. Like, it's um, it's kind of a kind of a binary-driven narrative saying, "Ah, oh, this or that." You know, like, "Ah, oh, this is okay. That's not okay." Illegal you know, weapons. Like, yeah, illegal <laughs> weapons versus legal weapons. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, and 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 one of the songs. I don't know if we will be playing that. It's the song called Ahmed. Um, oh yeah, we will be addressing nice. the issue later on, where he um, indeed thinks about people who had nothing to do with politics and get uh, get caught in the crossfire, basically. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's pretty much, um, yeah, the voice of the voiceless, right? Like it's Absolutely. the majority of people are not part of an army or part of any political group and then, yeah. boom. <laughs> Which is important to couple with the fact that a lot of the time, the people who are part of politically active or, or part of the resistance movement, they also don't deserve to be killed on their own land oh, if, sure. they're, if they're defending it. And uh, again, it's kind of like you said, with weapons of mass destruction and, and war crimes, it's the same thing. It's like dis- distinguishing between the innocent lives versus the militants that were killed in Gaza in the recent bombings by by, by Israel, um, thereby automatically justifying the deaths of those involved in political resistance against Israel um, and saying, but we're sad about the innocent ones that died. 
it's a this is a, a narrative that's also repeated a lot by Palestine activists, by Palestine solidarity movements that. Um, you know, we're sad about the innocent lives lost, but it's uh, any life lost resisting is is a life worth mourning. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we just listened to yeah. uh, his beautiful song, "The Cradle of Civilization," talking about his homeland, uh, Iraq. Um, the next one, interestingly, touches upon the other half of his identity. Um, he's half British, and this was called "Dear England." Museum. This happened here and you think it's an accident Just relax and we slip into fascism And the fear gets chilled into your heart But remember these children are all ours If 
a policeman can kill a black man Where he found him, a soldier can kill an Afghan In the mountains, a petty thief can get ransacked from his housing While the bankers are lounging, that's my surroundings Took land, no one in your family has heard of Before you sleep, whisper the mantra you learn Cause never will there be a day the cameras are turned off Who runs this country, Cameron or Murdoch? Bigger than Smiley, bigger than John Charles Hundreds of dead, not one killer is on trial Just a familiar sound of hysteria Bombs over Libya, but not this area Down in street, I can find villains Cut education, privatised prisons Surprised by theft when it's organised But mass morality is normalised Assumptions surrounding the looting of London But this is a system consumed by consumption It happened here when you think it's an accident Just relax and we slip with the fascism And the fear gets drilled into your hearts But remember these children are all ours Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was uh, the soundtrack to the struggle by by Loki. That was Dear England by Loki. Oh, the, the yeah, flow. that was Dear England by Loki. <laughs> but my bad. Honestly, my bad, every single one of his songs <laughs> might as well be called Soundtrack to the Struggle at true. this point. That's true, the true, album true. name, right? That is the album name. That is the album name, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes and yes. guess what his new album's called? The prequel to the Soundtrack to the Struggle. Close, close. Soundtrack to the Struggle Part 2. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how he keeps it simple. Yeah. Yeah, to the point. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. He's actually, you were just telling me, uh, uh, Irish Roots, he's he's (laughs) just come back from a few gigs and performances and workshops in Belfast. Oh, no way. I've never been, actually, but... He was telling me how incredible the, the, just the street art in the region is and all the how political the street art is compared w- to what he sees in the in in London and yeah i always see pictures of like palestinian flags in ireland and it's just so crazy you know we often um, code a lot of these things as race but it's not always about only race it's about occupation and these power dynamics so to see like what is a white group of people but like super relating to this struggle like it it's really i think shown the whole world that no it's not just for one group of people it's for everyone to understand and yeah everyone that suffered under britannia ruling the waves yeah and i mean there's a lot of us so (laughs) it's a pretty vast empire they held so it's only fair that um anybody that has been displaced because of it can speak to that so yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think it, it resonates as as wide as the empire was. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. Like people are like, yeah. why is it such a big? And I'm like, of course it's a big deal. It was literally big. It was geographically <laughs> massive. So and they flexed about it. They yeah. used to say the sun doesn't set on the British Empire. Oh my god! With a big grin on their face. Yeah. 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 No, and something that is very relatable as well in this song is, uh, you know, he's he's a he's a child of diaspora, and we're going to talk about that more with the song "Children of Diaspora." Um, but he, you know, a struggle that I think a lot of people sitting at this table have also experienced with varying differences of feeling not quite at home where you're from because you're the foreigner that left, but not quite at home in the land you've arrived in because you're the foreigner that came. Um, yep. And it's it's a, it's an interesting dynamic to deal with growing up for sure. Absolutely. I also sometimes wonder, right, when you when you look at the younger generation or like people with multiple nationalities, which is in my belief from what I see getting more and more, there are more and more people having multiple nationalities, would say in 50 to 100 years, would anyone really relate to like being from one particular place? Or would that notion itself mm-hmm. be, um, itself disappear? Would be nice. I think it's like that mm-hmm. thing of like now it's more rare to have no tattoos than a lot of tattoos. Huh. But yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I I, I get it. <laughs> I like feeling rare. <laughs> cool. Uh, but what you touched okay. upon that I'm not sure if you know the okay. book Imagined Communities talks on the uh, how how nationalism as an idea originated in quite recently actually of. Hmm. Um, and in some places it took off more than in others, you know, like in England and France where the first nation states were, were sort of outlined, there's a strong feeling of French nationality, French unity, English nationality, English unity. Um, and then when this concept of nation states and borders was um, by force um, sort of pushed upon other regions, like you have the Sykes-Picot agreement that divided up Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Palestine into like a like a cake essentially um homogenous lands that had uh, uh people living there with a much a very different sense of identity not as a nation state uh as families as 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 cities as tribes as sometimes as bigger units um not in need of this nation state identity um i think Ice was just talking to me earlier about how in syria there was never really a sense of Syrian nationalism it was more it was it was you know there's different factions there's different backgrounds um so this is a very much an imported idea that doesn't necessarily work i mean not saying it works in france and england you know nationalism oh no i should think, die yeah. but other than that <laughs> no uh, in, in in europe i feel it it took to the next level no with like with like linguistic nationalism like linking language to to nationalism i thought what was the point of that <laughs> I mean that happens yeah. also with the Arab identity too like it's really related by language because of course like you said there's not these distinct nations um, in the history but then this language unifies a whole geographic region that actually spans two continents and that's a really remarkable thing True. but then also like me it keeps me outside of it so <laughs> because yeah. I don't speak that language and yeah yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've heard people saying we need to speak different languages. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I mean, we also need to have a common language. Um, Esperanto. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
Not a student radio master. I've always oh, no, thought no. <laughs> sign language <laughs> would be. Sign- a good I did, agree. did you know there are different sign languages in the world? It's not. Yeah. The, the, I, that blew my mind. Me I was too. like, what yeah. the hell? We had one chance. You had one chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, if you if you if you look into 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 the notion of anti anti Semitism, which we discussed in the last episode as well, um, it is based on linguistics. I mean, in my understanding, it is still being against people who write from right to left or left to right or something like that. Um, <laughs> Just because it's harder, you know. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but why, why make a whole issue out of it? You know, like I, I, to I never got it. Go into like an intersectional colonizer thing. Like in Canada, there's a lot of people that are from the land originally. That of course their language was really erased by these residential schools that they would put um, young indigenous children yes. into and take away their names and make them Catholic, etc. And now there's a, a lot of movements actually to um, revive this language and take what little bit they can find that is still in the communities and really teach it and really bring it back. And I think language is a really important unifying cultural thing, but I think it's also like here in the Netherlands, for example, we have really different feelings with that than when you hear, oh, these people that were marginalized are raising up their language again, then, oh, the people in the dominant culture are protecting their language again. It's a really different energy. Oh, yeah, it, it, it can be a very powerful tool. Yeah. It can be very exclusionary. It can say things like, oh, if you don't speak the language, then what are you yeah. doing here? It's like, what? That doesn't matter, right? <laughs> it is the blood of cultural <laughs> and social fabric. It's, uh, language, yeah, it's extremely important. And it's great to hear that it's being yeah. revived the indigenous languages in Canada. Um, yeah. I heard this, this was quite big news when it was first, you know, I think when they discovered one of the mass graves for the, yeah. the children. Um, it's actually also happening now. Oh, we gotta. We've gotta wrap up because we have a news session coming up very soon. Okay. Wow. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht. This is 107.5 FM. Today we have Free Palestine Maastricht in the house. We have Case, we have Omar, and we have Yara here, but she's being sneaky. I'm Jay, <laughs> and we have Sham on tech, and it's a big party, it's and we're happy to be here. And you're going to hear some Dutch news coming up real soon, and you're going to hear it, and you're going to think about all these things we've been talking about. Like, what does this mean, and why don't I understand it, or why do I understand it, and I don't know what those people are talking about hmm it's a mm. lot of questions we've been asking ourselves today like how's the weather but we'll be back in a bit <laughs> for we'll a whole other hour so stay exactly. around exactly